Why is IUL better than IRAs and 401ks? I'll explain next on Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio with New York Times best-selling author and your host, Doug Andrews. This is Doug Andrew speaking to you, our incredible national audience, from our three-dimensional wealth studios nestled at the base of the majestic Rocky Mountains. This show is about empowering you, people and organizations that want to optimize their assets, minimize taxes, and empower their authentic wealth. Well, folks, uh, you may be aware I have a YouTube channel, and it's called Three-Dimensional Wealth. It's free when you subscribe. You may want to do that. I post a a new educational uh, video uh, 20 different times during the month, five days per week. And recently, I was explaining on a YouTube video why IUL is better than IRAs and 401ks. And I know that most Americans, in fact, if you want to know the statistic, 91% of Americans, I think, are duped into putting money into traditional IRAs or 401ks, uh, deferring, uh, postponing, procrastinating, paying tax to some future perceived unknown advantage, uh, being told, oh, you'll likely be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. And I have discovered as a financial strategist and retirement planning specialist now for uh, nearly five decades that savers, those who actually save, in IRAs or 401ks, usually find themselves in as higher, higher tax bracket when they retire as they were ever in during their earning years. Sometimes people go, how come? Well, even if you have less income, many people are sort of going down the highway with one foot on the gas pedal and the other foot on the brake pedal, and they didn't know they were doing it. They're putting money into tax-deferred accounts like IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, pension profit-sharing plans, whatever. And uh, you're putting in tax-deductible contributions to an IRA or pre-tax dollars into a 401k, and then it's accumulating tax-deferred. And then you're going to withdraw the money at retirement, and then you agree to pay tax, okay? Well, why are people in higher tax brackets even if they have less income? It's because they've been going down the highway with the other foot on the brake pedal, so to speak, Uh, paying off their mortgage, and so you kill that deduction. Your kids are gone during your golden years, and so you don't have that deduction. Even if they move back in, you can't uh, claim them as dependents anymore. And uh, you're not contributing money to IRAs or 401ks during retirement, so you don't have those deductions anymore. If you're a business owner, you don't have those deductions anymore if you sold your business. And hello... Congress uh, has been spending money like crazy, and so they will be raising taxes, and they have lots of different ways they're doing that, plus inflation is a hidden tax. So when I speak to audiences uh, throughout the country, many times, um, you know, I will show a picture or hold up a box of baking soda. And, you know, the Arm & Hammer brand, the orange box, you all probably can think of it in your mind right now. And I ask people, so what are some uses for baking soda? 
and uh, people usually blurt out of the audience, uh, well, you can uh, soak in the tub. Uh, it takes the odor out of your refrigerator. It cleans battery terminals. Uh, sometimes uh, women use it to take the, take the pop out of a pot of beans, okay? And then finally, somebody goes, oh, it's good for baking. Yeah, the obvious uh, baking soda. So what's my point? Well, then I flash up an image uh, of a sort of a baking soda box, but it, it says uh, life insurance on it. And I said, focus on what it does, not on what it is, okay? In other words, um, I have always used as a financial strategist and retirement planning specialist, uh, as one of my favorite capital accumulation tools, life insurance, but it's structured uh, sort of the opposite way that most people think of life insurance or even insurance agents. Many financial planners use life insurance primarily for the death benefit, okay? Well, uh, it's called life insurance, not death insurance. And so that's why I say focus on uh, what it does, not on what it is, because E.F. Hutton, who was the original brainchild back in 1980 behind the emergence of universal life, basically said, you know what? <clears throat> People are outliving their money. They are realizing that there's three big dangers that cause most retirees to outlive their money. Taxes, inflation, and then market volatility. And so uh, Hutton said, what are we doing uh, putting people's money into um, mutual funds, trying to earn an average return of about 12%? Now, Dalbar, who studies investor behavior, actually says the average person in America in any 20-year period, if you bought and held your stocks and your mutual funds, you would probably average 9.14%. Um, you have to really try to time the market to, to get 12. But you're not netting 9.14 because if it's a tax-deferred IRA or 401k and you end up in a 33% federal and state income tax bracket, which most people are going to be headed there because taxes are going up dramatically here in the near future to cover the um, deficit spending by the government. And so if you earn nine and you had a million-dollar nest egg, Theoretically, if you pulled out your interest of ninety thousand, uh, you're only going to net about sixty thousand to buy gas and groceries, prescriptions, and golf green fees. Well, uh, back when E.F. Hutton was trying to teach us to, you know, diversify and rebalance, or um, sort of make sure that by timing the market, which has always been next to impossible. Maybe we could earn an average of 12%, but then they realized, wait a minute, if we even could earn 12%, a million-dollar nest egg earning 12% means you could pull out 120000 a year, but that's not all your money. In a tax-deferred IRA or 401k, uh, you're going to pay 40000 in tax on that 120000 You're only going to net 80000 or 8%. If you subtract another uh, 1% or 10000 bucks for asset management fees, on a million dollars, you're only netting seven. So if you were playing red light, green light as a kid, if you remember, you take steps forward and steps back. 
And so we were trying to average 12 positive steps, right? But sometimes in the market, you might make 20 steps forward and then you, you take 15, 20 steps back. It's, the stock market is like a person with a yo-yo, uh, hopefully walking up some stairs. But that person with a yo-yo was walking across the flat surface, so to speak, from the year 2000 to 2012 because the market went down uh, to about 40% drop, a million-dollar nest egg in 2000, dropped down to about 600,000 from 2001 to 2003 after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. It took four years to come back to break even. And then in 2008, it dropped 40% again for the second time in a decade due to the mortgage meltdown. It took four years until 2012 to come back. Finally, after 12 years, people had a million forty-six thousand dollars to show for the million they started with 12 years ago. If your money was in the market, that's what I mean. The the uh, S and P, the Dow Jones, uh, was going up and down, but at the end of 12 years, it was uh, not too far off where it started. So the person with the yo-yo was walking across the flat surface. Okay. Well, uh, when we talk about uh, this, E. F. Hutton said, "Why are we doing that?" If you put your money into one of the multi-trillion dollar legal reserve insurance companies in the world, they're the backbone of America, the backbone of the world. They're some of the best money managers in the world. And uh, we can just earn 11 and net 10, meaning uh, you link your returns now using an index. But back in 1980, there was no indexed universal life. It was just universal life, but interest rates were high. And so my clients I never earned less than 11 and three quarters percent and as high as 15 and a half percent. And so let's just round it down to 11. They were earning 11, but only one percentage point uh, was the cost of the insurance that the IRS said had to be there in order for it to be tax free. Because Hutton said, let's take the least amount of insurance the IRS will let us get away with and put in the most money, the most premium, the IRS allows as fast as they allow, and this thing will turn into a tax-free cash cow. And it did. People were earning 11 and netting 10. I had people put in $500,000, and they were pulling out 50 grand a year tax-free. That's what I'm talking about. And so this became um, a superior vehicle for retirement over traditional IRAs or 401ks, which actually, if you have your money in the market, most retirees are only earning about 3.5% because they're buying and selling at the wrong times. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. Why do most retirees outlive their money? Welcome back. This is Doug Andrew, Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. If you're just joining us in the previous segment, uh, I was talking about focusing on what uh, life insurance does as a living benefit instead of focusing on what it is. And uh, how E.F. Hutton was the brainchild back in 1980 with the emergence of universal life. And then in 1997, uh, we had indexed universal life introduced because uh, interest rates started to come down. And this allowed people to still be able to earn higher rates of return, averaging that 7 to 10% range. And how you're taking the least amount of insurance that the IRS will let you get away with. 
and you're putting in the most money that the IRS allows as fast as they allow, and this thing turns into a tax-free cash cow that will uh, outperform most IRAs and 401ks. Why? Because it allows you to accumulate your money totally tax-free, not tax-deferred. Then you can access your money tax-free, and when you ultimately die, anything that you leave behind blossoms, increases in value, and transfers tax-free. And I have, by using indexing, which is a strategy, and also by rebalancing and diversification, I've been able to average since 1997 11.17% netting cash on cash over 10%. Now, uh, clear back to 1980, uh, when we didn't have indexing, we just had regular universal life, but because of the high interest environment, I've been able to average 9.62%. Now, rounding that down to 9.6, if you understand the rule of 72, you divide uh, the, the rate of return you're earning into 72, and it tells you how fast your money will double, okay? So, if you were earning, you know, 5% interest, your money will double every 14.4 years. If you're earning 10%, your money doubles every 7.2 years. Well, at 9.6 divided into 72, your money will double every seven and a half years. So we have had many, many people who even back in 1980, they uh, would deposit a lump sum of $500,000 and uh, that uh, would grow and double about every seven and a half years uh, to a million. They didn't add a dime to it. It just doubled at 500,000, doubled to a million, then a million doubled to two million in another seven and a half years. And then uh, to four million and eight million, and these people have eight million now that can generate six hundred to eight hundred thousand a year of tax-free income without depleting principal. And we have uh, several people who have been able to do that. Now, some they didn't even start funding it until maybe five or ten years ago, and they realized what was better than a traditional IRA or 401k, and so they were able to fund it with several million dollars right off the bat. We had a couple recently roll uh, six million out of their IRAs and 401ks because they realized they were never going to be in a lower tax bracket. They bit the bullet uh, paid $2 million of the $6 million in tax over a five-year period at today's lower rates while the account value was lower. And they uh, repositioned the net of $4 million into a portfolio of laser funds. What's a laser fund? It's a properly structured, maximum-funded, indexed universal life insurance contract. And sure enough, uh, that $4 million doubled to $8 million in about seven and a half years. They now have $8 million generating between six hundred to 800000 a year of uh, tax-free growth or income. They don't need that much income, so they only take 300000 tax-free. And uh, technically, they don't even have to file a 1040 tax return because if you have income that's not taxable income, uh, then there's nowhere on a tax return to put it. Now, the IRS will know you're receiving it, and they know that this couple is earning eight hundred grand a year of tax-free growth, but it's not even worth auditing because uh, it's never been taxable for over 108 years in the Internal Revenue Code. Okay, And so, at the beginning of this segment, I uh, posed the question, why do uh, most retirees outlive their money? Well, the reason why I like these max-funded indexed universal life insurance contracts is because um, it's sort of the difference 
between what most financial advisors, well-intending, they try to charge up a retirement battery, so to speak, uh, that hopefully won't go dead before you do, okay? Now, what shorts out that retirement battery? Uh, Three big things. Taxes, and taxes are going to continue to go up. Number two, inflation, which the current rate of inflation, which is over 15%, don't believe the government saying the rate of inflation is eight or nine. Uh, If you don't understand, back in the 1980s, they changed the way they report inflation, the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. Uh, They uh, report uh, like apples to oranges comparisons. They can compare the price of a filet mignon steak last year to eight ounces of hamburger this year if they want. And so what happens is the true rate of inflation is usually two, two and a half to three times what the CPI is reported as. And you can see the the difference in these two graphs on the internet. So uh, if they tell you inflation's around eight or nine, that's because they don't want to pay Social Security recipients any more than they have to. The true rate of inflation has been uh, way higher than that. Let's just say 15, okay? 15 into the rule of 72 means the cost of living will double every 4.8 years. That means if you could get by on 100,000 bucks today, uh, in less than five years, you're going to need 200,000 to buy the same gallons of gas and loaves of bread that 100,000 buys today. So that's the second big danger that causes uh, retirees to outlive their money. The third is market volatility, uh, where uh, we will continue to see the market going up and down dramatically. And when people are retired uh, and the market starts to drop down 20, 25, 30%, they go enough already. And then what do they do? They sell. They can't afford to lose. So they sell low. And then they wait, 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 and then they buy back in high. And that's why Dalbar, who studies investor behavior, says, if you bought and held, you'd probably average 9.14% with your money in mutual funds in the market. But because people buy and sell at the wrong times, especially during their golden years, because that's their retirement nest egg, they don't want to see it dwindle and go down. The average return is only 3.49%. That's pretty low. And so this is what precipitated the 4% rule in the financial services industry. And so that's uh, pretty ridiculous to me. That's unacceptable to uh, have a battery, so to speak, that's operated on four volts. Uh, I would rather show you a, a way where you have more like eight volts or 12 volts. And I'm talking about an 8% payout or a 12% payout that a million dollar nest egg can generate 80,000, 100,000, maybe even 120,000 a year of tax-free income, which is uh, double to triple the 4% rule or the 40000 out of a million dollar nest egg, the financial services industry wants you to take out. See, that's the battery. Uh, and so I would like to provide a generator. It's the difference between a battery versus a generator. So I want to show you how to generate income that is far uh, greater by double and even triple. And uh, I'm not exaggerating here. 
We have done this so many times for people who had a million dollar nest egg and their advisor told them to only pull out 40,000 a year so they wouldn't be sued for you outliving your money. Otherwise, you got to sign a hold harmless agreement that you won't sue your advisor or the broker dealer for outliving your money. That's called the 4% rule. Uh, and so then we show them how to reposition those assets and a million dollars can generate 80,000 a year, an 8% payout or a 10% payout. See, I, that's, that's a generator, but not only that, it's tax-free. It'll keep going on um, if you live to be 120. Most uh, retirees, they will likely outlive their money due to the negative impact of taxes, inflation, and market volatility. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio 